That's not fair. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I'm joined by Pastor Pat Hand. Welcome, Pastor Pat. Hi, Julie. Hi, everybody. And it's a brand new week. Yes, and we're glad to have you here with us on Monday morning as Mm -hmm. we... uh, digest and dissect the sermon from yesterday. Yep. Um, we're going through several of Jesus' parables through the summer, and uh, we are oh, over halfway through now. Yep. And, uh, it's going so fast. We, it, it is going fast. Um, we began with the parable of the prodigal son. We've done, what are some of the other ones? The unforgiving we, servant. The unforgiving servant. We did the uh, house built on rock or That's sand. Right. The guy with too much grain. What do you, the yeah. million dollar question with Pastor Trevor. Yeah, yeah. million dollar question, which that was, both of those were great messages. Yeah, and last week you did? Well, we did an interesting um uh, yesterday, we did an yeah. interesting story that Jesus tells in Matthew chapter 20. And um, it, it, it's it's interesting because of where the story's going. You yeah. know what I mean by that? Yeah. And, um, and so I, I think when you, when you read like the prodigal son and you, the unfair servant who's given this great gift from the king of a great debt being lifted off his shoulders and then yesterday's story of uh, the landowner being generous and you know you you just have to stop and think wow that must have been going on all the time in Jesus day yeah but I think these were weren't these like extreme examples of uh, like whoa like almost like Mm -hmm. mind-blowing right because absolutely Uh, Jesus uh, on purpose um, and most of the time he's he's telling these stories to the hard-hearted religious mm. leaders, you know, that are standing nearby. Yeah. But, yeah, he's over the top on purpose. Yeah. Because God's kingdom, like, it's over the top for us. Yeah. But it's not over the top in God's kingdom. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so the unforgiving servant who's forgiven much, well, yeah, that would be a huge thing in this economy we live in, yeah. this world. But in God's uh, big K kingdom, that's an everyday deal. Yeah. That's how we're supposed to live. And so um, so he gives us these over-the-top stories that really in a small K kingdom's over-the-top, but in God's big K kingdom, it is, those are the values that he's called us to live by. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So... What are you saying about, uh, hmm. are we called to live that way? It almost feels like his kingdom is, you know, after we're dead. Isn't that when we ah. join uh, God's kingdom? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we tend to think kingdom and heaven, right? Yeah. But we, as believers, followers of Jesus, we are living in God's big K kingdom. We are toiling and working in his big K kingdom now. While we're still alive. Yeah, while we're still alive. And and so um, we're already living and working in God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so we're called to live by the values of that big K kingdom, mm. not the little K kingdom yeah. that's going on around us. Yeah. You know? So I think sometimes we just have to be reminded 
Yes. That we have a different value system than the very world that we actually live in. Yes. You yes, know? we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So back to the story, I know even sometimes. <laughs> so I hear that story and there is a little part of me that's like, <laughs> man, that's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> now, I, I tease Renee and, and you and some yeah. of the office staff that, that you tend to hear, I'm just saying, yep. just saying, you tend to hear this fairness thing in Canada is is alive and well it is yes and it's a big deal we want to level the playing field we want to you know yeah yep and and to a certain degree of course you know i i don't want somebody to uh to be prejudiced against because of their gender or their or their uh color of their skin or their their religion or or anything yeah. yeah and and so yeah yeah i'm with you there but the fact is uh, fairness is, um, that's not the ultimate value that we live by as mm. believers. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going, we, what? Uh, what did I hear? Ruh-roh. We want it to be fair, though. Yeah. And, and yet with God, um, you, you'll see that uh, it's not necessarily fair. Let, let's go back over the stories that we've seen in the parables so far. The prodigal son. Yeah. You know, was it really fair that he gets forgiven before he even gets the words out of his mouth, you know, and he's restored back to the family, (laughs) right? And yet uh, fairness was not the most important value there. The forgiveness and love was the Mm. great value that was being honored there. The fact that he came back home was being celebrated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you look at, you look at this uh, guy that had millions of dollars forgiven him. And, um, and then he goes to some guy that owes him thousands and throws him into jail. Yeah. He's not fair either. Definitely not fair. Right. Yeah. But was it, was it fair of the king to forgive millions of dollars of debt and not others that probably owed him a lot less money? Mm. See, so so fairness can't be the ultimate value that we live by, and and I think that's going to be difficult for North Americans to uh, to think about. Yeah. But it is true. Um, the values in God's kingdom, Big K kingdom, it's not so much fairness as it is love and um, grace. Mm-hmm. Because if you're if you're extending loving grace, how can you be fair with that? Loving grace. If you're going mm. to give love and grace, is always going to be unfair to somebody. It's usually undeserved too, though. And undeserved yeah. and unwarranted. Yep. And um, and I think sometimes uh, when Jesus says, "Okay, I don't say forgive seven times; I say seven times seventy. Yeah. Everything about Jesus is countercultural. Yes. And um, and massively, massively countercultural. Yep, then and now. Mm-hmm. So we live by the values that Jesus espouses. Mm-hmm. All right. And so they trump the values that go on in this world. And I contend that if we're loving people and extending grace to them, that, yeah, we're probably not being fair. Yeah. But we are being loving and we're being caring. Now, does that mean that somebody, um, does that mean that somebody that, um, hurts us or hurts one of our kids 
that we say, oh, okay, that never happened, and oh, it's okay. Hey, well, I love you, and you're forgiven. That's not what no. Jesus is saying. You know, what Jesus is saying is that we can forgive somebody, we can love somebody, we can extend grace to somebody, and not approve of their actions mm. or their um, their verbiage. Yeah, uh, we, we can do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. We're not endorsing or okaying bad behavior. Yeah. You know? Um, but we're doing something that uh, a lot of times is not understood. Yep. You know? I think that um, I remember the story of a, of a mom and dad and their child driving home one night hit by a drunk driver. True story. Yeah. Hit by a drunk driver. The child was killed. It was a rural area. Only one ambulance could respond. So they had... They had mom and dad and the dead child, along with the drunk driver, in the same ambulance. Ooh. Yeah. And, um, that would have been a tough ride. That would be. And in, in the story, um, true story, uh, the father forgave the drunk driver right there and then. Mm-hmm. Didn't excuse his actions, Mm-mm. you know, but, but he forgave him. He put him in God's hands. Yep. And so I, I think I think that's kind of what uh, what we're seeing in all of these stories. It, it's not so much letting somebody off the hook as much as being able to do from God's standpoint to be able to look at somebody and to be able to forgive them or to extend grace to them. I mean, it's easy to extend grace to somebody we like and who's yeah. done something nice for us. Or if we know their backstory, like if yes. you know that someone is um, has had a recent loss right. and they're maybe behaving, they're maybe looking a bit down or a bit short. You can yep. just say, "Well, they're you know they're probably having a bad day." It's easy to easy. extend grace, right? Yeah. Right. And, and in our story, we, we see basically uh, this landowner, he's got uh, uh, crops to bring in, yep. uh, more than likely grapes. Yep. And, um, and so he goes to somebody at 6 a.m. and they negotiate mm-hmm. and they set a price. And yep. the guy goes to the field and he works 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Yep. And then at 9 o'clock, this landowner goes out, sees some other people in apparently that was common they went to the mm-hmm. marketplace and they if did. you wanted work you stood in a certain spot and yes. people would come and i'll take you i'll take you let's negotiate a price and off you go that is still done today in the workplace with some of the unions electrical workers yeah. and other things they'll go to the union hall waiting for a call to go to a job so um and that's basically what was going on here and so he hired somebody at nine o'clock and then he came back at noon and hired some other ones that were there. And then he came back at three and hired some other ones. And then at five o'clock, he mm-hmm. hired another guy and quitting time was at 6 p.m., <laughs> 6 yeah. p.m., you know. And so uh, they paid the wages the very day that you uh, earn it, you get paid. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're paying and they always start with uh, the ones who work the shortest time and so uh everybody's watching and the paymaster gives a denarii to uh to the guy that worked an hour well a denarii was a whole day's wages so they call that i was reading another commentary and they called it a living wage a That's living wage you needed to live for mm-hmm. one day right uh and to be able to uh not exist but to be able to live yeah. And so they, so he paid the first guy a living wage who I had worked the guy, an hour. Listen, I bet the guy that 
had worked all day was like, whoa, that guy has only been here an hour. What am I going to get? Can you imagine? Can you say bonus? I bet those like dollar signs probably were like lighting up in his eye like the cartoon. He said, if that guy got a a one day living wage, what am I going to get? Yeah. And it comes his turn and he gets the same thing. That again. (laughs) I'm going to say it again, Pat. It doesn't seem fair. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't seem fair. And so that's exactly what the guy says to uh, the landowner. And and so we see in the story uh, that this guy is really uptight. He's he's ticked about it. Yeah. and so he, he goes to the landowner and he complains to him and uh, all of that kind of stuff. And so the landowner says, friend, I haven't been unfair. Uh, didn't you agree to work all day for the, for the usual wage? Yeah. Uh, take your money and go. I wanted to pay this last worker the same as you. Is it against the law for me to do what I want with my money? Should you be jealous because I'm kind to others? Mm. So this guy who had worked 12 hours, he just couldn't rejoice for that guy who'd only worked an hour. Yeah. You know, he couldn't say, well, you know what? That guy probably needed that. Yeah. You know, thank God I have the health that I can be out here working and doing this. And evidently that landowner, what a generous guy that he'd be willing to bring somebody in. See, that is big k kingdom thinking yeah when we can do that that's why that's why the bible says rejoice with them that rejoice cry with them that cry you know and so he says to this guy uh, the landowner says to this guy that worked 12 hours is it against the law for me to do what i want with my money should you be jealous because i'm kind to others and that word jealous means you've heard Mm. the expression evil eye yeah so in other words this he's saying hey You've got an evil eye. Yeah. You're, you're living a, an envious life yeah. toward these others instead of being able to rejoice with them that, hey, look at this, this windfall that came mm-hmm. their way. And instead of being able to say, God, thank you that I could work 12 hours. Yes. Thank you that I could get a day's wage and, and, and work by the sweat of my brow. Yeah. Right? So often when I think that when fairness comes into question... It's always a case of envy. Oh, yes. I, I, and I think, I think that's the point Jesus is making here, is that most of the time when we say that's not fair, what we're ultimately saying, hey, if that was done to me, that would be great. But I'm envious that that was done to that person. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what we're saying. So fairness is not really at the top of the list of what we're talking about Mm, there. We're actually saying, I am envious of the good fortune that befell that person. Why not me? Yeah. Whereas, whereas, um, if if truly um, he could rejoice with that guy, then... You know, he would say, hey, I was able to work today. Yeah. I had the health to do that. Well, and so the other thing I was reading was that um, they, the strong young men, the fit men, mm-hmm. were often picked first. Yes, that's and true. And the ones that were left behind mm. were older, maybe mm-hmm. sickly, yeah. were not as spry looking for some reason. Mm-hmm. So they were left behind. The yeah. other thing I read to note is, is that... Is that fair? Well... Mm. 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to answer that. <laughs> but, it, but it was awfully kind. Yes. Wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah. The other thing is um, that when the landowner went back at 5 p.m., mm-hmm. they were still there hoping to be chosen. They were oh, still willing I to work. Of that. Yeah. They hadn't gone home empty handed yeah. or said, well, tried. See ya. They were still there, mm-hmm. hopeful, expectant, yeah. hoping that someone might choose them. I, I love that. And if we look at it spiritually, this is not a story about salvation. But I do think the principle is there. If, if, if um, Julie, I'll let you answer this question. If I could stand before God on your behalf and Tom's mm-hmm. and Sadie and Aurora's, and if I could stand on your behalf before God and say, hey, God, I, I want you, I want you to give Pat and Carol hand. I want you to give the Adams family. Lord, I want you to give us what we deserve. <laughs> God, I want you, hey, I want you to give us what we deserve. Would you want God to listen to Pat hand? Oh, probably not. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh... So. If the other way was, hey, God, would you, in your grace and kindness, would you give us what the atoms and the hands, what we don't deserve? God, would you see fit to do that? It's not fair to others, maybe, but God, I'm asking for your grace. I'm asking for mercy. Mercy. All right. So fairness goes out the window then, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. (laughs) And I think think that's the importance of this story. God does not want us to go through life living by the fairness doctrine as much as he wants us to go through life living by grace, mm. extended, and love to others. Yeah. That's, that's the takeaway here. I, I, think of, um, I think of somebody who was saved as a kid yep. and has lived their Christian life, the ups and downs, the good days, the hard days. They, they've... Uh, two steps forward, one step backward. Yep. I mean, they've slogged at times through the desert and there's other times they've been at the mountaintop. And, yeah. and I mean, that's our Christian experience all the way through until we meet the Lord. And, and then there's the thief on the cross. Yep. The, the thief on the cross the who's, confession. who shook his fist at God and mocked him while mm-hmm. he was on the cross. And, and then saw who Jesus was and and wanted to be with him and Jesus remember what Jesus said today you will be with me yeah um in front of the father I forget yeah, the exact yeah. quote you'll be with me in paradise that's it yeah mm-hmm. and um is that fair well no but is that grace oh yeah but you know yeah. I don't think we were ever promised that if we started believing as a child that we would have a better spot in exactly heaven, right that's so, exactly right so for us to think that is yes. not that's just us making something up and that is one of the most important points of this story is that it's easy for us to say well that guy got saved on his deathbed hadn't done squat for god mm-hmm. and i have done all of this for god through the years 
And and that's... I'm going to have diamonds in my halo, right? Yes. <laughs> and so that's where you see at the very end that the last shall be first yeah. and the first shall be last. Because I think the Lord looks at our motives. He looks at our heart. Mm-hmm. And I think there's going to be a lot of people who didn't preach citywide crusades, but they helped build VBS sets and they... Yep. They, they helped in the nursery. They, they helped people behind the scenes who, who uh, just was able to talk to them about Jesus and share their faith. And, and then there's people who have, who have made all of these, built these churches and been all over the world preaching yep. uh, whose life was a sham. Yeah. Right? And so I think Jesus is reminding us, hey, it's not so much what you see. There's a lot you don't see, and and that God is is caring for the heart, and the last shall be first. Mm-hmm. And there's many of the first who will be last. I I think that is a powerful reminder to us mm-hmm. of um, in this story of of the grace and love that Jesus has for us. Mm-hmm. And we don't need to resent it when we see it in others, yep. that, that we can rejoice with them and just say, God, you've been so good to me as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks, Pat. That was a good, uh, yeah, this is one, one of the parables that I've always <laughs> been like, I don't know about that one, but, uh, yeah, so I'm glad you, uh, you shared on that. That was yeah, good. Yeah. That was good. If uh, you have any questions or would like to chat with Pat about this anymore or um, would just like to discuss faith, you can email him at pat at waynefleetbic.com. And my email address, if you'd like to give me any feedback or podcast suggestions, I'd love to hear from you as well. And it's julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you for tuning in. We've got a couple more exciting weeks. And uh, we look forward to connecting with you again soon. Have a great week. Guys, have a great week. Thank you for listening in. I hope you'll share this with somebody and invite them to come and be a part of the podcast as it comes out on Mondays. But you can listen to it anytime. Mm -hmm. And we'll look forward to uh, being with you again. You are loved. Have a great week.